Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, I'm Evelyn. Thank you for coming here to Reppin. And we're at the end of 2023. And I wanted to wrap this year up with you and me. Me and you. And coffee. So, are you ready? Okay, let's do it. Guys, I can't believe we're at the end of 2023. I mean, I feel like I just paid my Black Friday bills off from last year. And we're doing this again. Does anyone else feel this way or is it just me? Now I have to confess, these episodes where it's just me talking with you, they're so much harder for me to do than the conversations I have with my guests. Because for anyone who knows me for more than like two minutes, y'all know I don't like talking about myself, but I'm going to try now. So I started 2023 where I signed Reppin with a podcast network, Lipstick and Vinyl. And that was big for me because I was an indie podcast getting signed with a network. And also it was with a network whose mission statement aligned with mine. The team at Lipstick and Vinyl, they have been great. And later this year, they actually merged with Realm which has an awesome lineup of shows. So to be included with their roster has been incredible. And also I kicked off this year with a trio of guests from CW's Kung Fu. I had Yvonne Chapman who played Jalan. I have no idea what Jalan's last name is. So I guess she's like Madonna. Just, you just need her first name. And I also had Mike Bowe who played Simon Lau and Ludie Lin who played Kerwin Tan. Each one of these guys, they're great actors who came on and some of the personal experiences that they shared on the podcast was both powerful and inspiring. And I really think that they're all leading by example. So Yvonne at the time had gone through some pretty major transitions in her life and she shared some of what those experiences were, but also how she's managing these seismic shifts that we all go through in our lives. And those experiences can be really hard to get through. They can be confusing and painful. And I think some of the tips that Yvonne shared of how she's managing those changes and those tectonic shifts can be used to help us with our experiences when we go through them. Mike talked about how he wanted to be one of those people who changed how Asians were perceived. And I think some of his stories really helped me understand my own upbringing better. And that was certainly not planned or expected, but I'm really grateful 
And Ludi taught me to be aware of how I am a conduit of all the different things that society has indoctrinated, like racism, but also to question it. I think in each of these conversations and in varying ways, it's really taught me that change has to start with me first before I try to change anything else. And I have to tell you, I absolutely love this, guys. And for anyone who may be wondering, yeah, they're just three great people. Time is going by so freaking fast that it really scares me. And at the end of each year, I really try to take stock. But you know what? Look, I'm going to be honest. I reflect every single day and I thought, well, if I'm going to reflect, I should come and share my thoughts with you here. So this episode, it is going to be a stream of consciousness and I'm going to jump around a little bit. And to some of you guys, it may feel like you just fell down a weird rabbit hole. But hey, it's me and I'm going to own it. Let me say again, for those who may be just listening to this series for the first time, I don't have any answers and I don't pretend to have any answers. I'll say now and always, I'm a student. I'm sharing my opinions and lived experiences. I'm trying to learn and grow and I'm trying to stumble forward. The only difference is I'm just sharing my experiences publicly here with you. And look, I want you to know that everything that I'm sharing with you now, my ideas, opinions, thoughts, these are things that I'm actually doing myself every single day. There are things that I try to apply and practice in my own life. And it's not a situation where I am just throwing my opinions out there and not doing it. I'm sure that we're all having conversations where we're looking around at what's going on in the world and it's so hard not to be overwhelmed and depressed by it. You've got a war in Ukraine, a war between Israel and Palestine. There's been a long list of shootings, and hate crimes throughout the United States, and all of it is so devastating. And the number of deaths have been staggering. But don't forget, those aren't statistics. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to see those situations as them versus us. Something that is far away, foreign. It's not connected to us. But that's not really the case. It's far more universal and fundamental because the lives that are lost are fathers Mothers, daughters, sons, loved ones, gone. Families are devastated. Children will grow up never knowing who their parents were. Moments to share a meal or conversation with a loved one, it's gone. That's what those numbers mean. And behind each number, it's a person. And that person 
has a chain of people that are attached. It's families. And I think that love and loss transcends any color, race, creed, religion. It breaks all boundaries because it's something that all humans experience and understand. So there's a saying, we have to learn from history. But there's also a saying that history repeats itself. So which is it? I could never really figure that out, like which one it was. And I think the answer is, it's a choice that we as a society have to make. We can choose to allow things to repeat or we can choose to learn from it and then recognize if we're close to repeating it and choosing another way. It's a choice. So earlier in the series, I had Mary Beth Evans on. She's a daytime icon. She's an eight-time Emmy winner. She's been on General Hospital, Days of Our Lives as Kayla. And look, I am going to tell you now, I was a huge fan and a super nerd of hers. So I was super psyched when she came on. And being able to talk with her and to go beyond the daytime arena was incredible. And I remember her saying that in the early part of her life, she may not have had the best or most stable family life. But there was a moment where she realized that she had a choice to make her life different. A choice to create the life she wanted. And that's when I clocked that choice was a superpower we all have. And it's it's probably really underutilized because we don't always actively choose things, but we all have a choice. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com r-e-a-l-m now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash realm. 
Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So change. If you want things to be different in your life, you have to check with yourself first and choose to do something about it. And I'm going to share a turning point in my life, in fact, that I remember very clearly. And the lesson I learned that day is still something that I apply in my life today. When I was about eight or nine or 10, I was in my bedroom, laying on my bed on my stomach. And I was laying on these blue sheets that had these little white floral prints and they were my favorite sheets. And I was like flipping through a bunch of entertainment magazines, looking at all the parties that were happening in Hollywood, the premieres, the articles, and really dreaming about wanting to be a part of that world. But, you know, I'm a Chinese kid growing up in a borough of New York City. So far removed. I mean, it was like light years away. My parents were immigrants. I didn't know anyone. So how the hell was I going to get from where I was laying on my bed, on my stomach, thumbing through a stack of these entertainment magazines to Hollywood? It just seemed like just crazy. And then at that very moment, I realized, well, I can either continue laying on my stomach, dreaming about it, wishing it, or I can get up off my ass and do something about it. I didn't know what that was, but I knew I had to take action. I had to do something to find my way. And that was the moment where I literally got up and just started writing a letter campaign when I was like nine or 10. And actually recently, I just found a bunch of those letters where <laughs> I actually got some uh, very kind people to write a kid back and say, thank you so much for your letter. Um, obviously, you're too young right now, but come back when you're in high school. So for all those people that took the time to write me a rejection letter, I truly am grateful because it was the coolest thing ever. But that was a real turning point because I realized I can't wish something to happen, I've got to get up and do something about it. Look, nothing is guaranteed, but this is the closest guarantee I could give you. You can do nothing or do the same thing you're doing now and you will be in the same position you are right now. Or you can get up and try to figure out what you can do what actions you can take 
to get you to the goal that you want to achieve. They say definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So you have to take action, review your actions, and make the adjustments that will hopefully move you forward towards whatever it is that you're striving for. But the key is you have to go and do something. And it's not easy. You will make mistakes. You will have missteps. But then you have to pivot and try again. But you have to keep doing something. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've run into challenges, walls put up in front of me, and it is so discouraging and exhausting. I get it. And I've had many, many people tell me to my face, even family members, that I cannot do something. And yeah, it sucks. But what I try to do is I try and refocus it. And I just really try to figure it out. And I think, well, either I could take what they said that I can't do it as truth and then expel my energy and be frustrated and be sad, or I could take a deep breath, step back and ask myself, what can I do right now to make this better? Or what are the choices I need to make to hopefully just start me on the path to where I want to be. And then after that, I'll tell you the truth. I end up banging around until I get there. And sometimes it feels like I'm jogging in a house of mirrors. What I mean by that is I want to get there really quickly. So I'm like jogging, but then I have, you know, no idea where I am, where I'm going and I'm running into mirrors. It hurts and it sucks. It's embarrassing sometimes and humbling but I keep bumping around until I could find my way. And that's what I do. And that's what I'm sharing with you to hopefully encourage you. Something else I wanted to share with you. I live a quiet life. I don't like fancy things and I'm both plain and privileged. And you're probably listening to this going, what the hell does that mean, man? (laughs) Well, for me, Privilege has a really wide definition, and it certainly includes money, power, but many other things fall under that umbrella. So, yeah, I live in New York City. Yes, I work in media and entertainment. And I'm assuming that that can bring up certain images and ideas of what I am like, what my life is like. But here's the scoop. I really enjoy the simpler things. I'm not into trends, brand names, not even into fancy restaurants and cars. Yeah, they're fun, but I would much rather live in my hoodies. I love quiet nights and dinner with good food and good friends. And look, I love gifts as much as the next person. I mean, who doesn't love an Amazon gift card? I do. Oh, and I love B&H gift cards too because I am a huge camera equipment and tech nerd. So B&H is a a real playground for anyone into camera gear because B&H is an incredible store that sells all these pro and prosumer camera equipment, computers, everything, electronics. 
But here's one of the best things that I treasure and I love getting are handwritten personal notes because that person took the time to write it down and share their thoughts. I mean, that is something that I really, really cherish. And any notes that I get, I keep them in a box. Now, when I say I'm privileged, this is what I mean. I live in New York City. I have a dog that I can afford to support, who, by the way, eats way better than I do. Like legit, eats way better than I do. I have opportunities where in some places in the country and in the world wouldn't have. I have running water, a toilet to use, and I don't need to worry about immediate bombings or being shot at in a war zone. I have a lot to be grateful for. Now, the world is always telling us what to have, at what age, what's considered desirable, what are the norms, the benchmarks, what you should be. But who says and why, right? I think one of the many things I learned from one of my favorite guests and people is actress Yvonne Chapman, who's been on several times on the show. And she said, who or what is the source of these messages? Who put those expectations on you? And why does it matter? I have to tell you, I learned a lot throughout each conversation and from each guest. And they've all inspired me. And I think we all have so much in common and we can learn so much from one another if we just slow down and we're open to receiving the conversation. And when I say we have so much in common, here's an example. AJ Mendez, Sarah Cruzan, Pardeep Kalika, Caitlin McHugh Stamos, Race Bouillon. They've all been on the show. AJ Mendez is a three-time WWE wrestler. She is a New York Times bestselling author. She's a producer. She's an incredible writer. She's also a mental health advocate. Sarah Cruzan, she was a child sex trafficking survivor. Pardeep Kalika lost his father in a sick temple shooting at the hands of a white supremacist. Caitlin McHugh Stamos, She's a busy mom, actress, model, podcast host, and Race Bouillon, who survived a hate crime shooting 10 days after 9-11. Someone came in and shot him in the face because he was Muslim. So what do they all have in common? They all stepped back from what society was telling them who they were. They broke through stereotypes, biases, optics. And they showed the world what they want to do and how they took their lived experiences to make things better for everyone. I think that takes an incredible amount of self-awareness, courage, heart, love, compassion, and energy. And that to me is inspiration. And you know what? I get it, man. It's hard. 
I'm living in New York City. Everything is so expensive. I get tired and frustrated. And it's really hard not to feel defeated and say, Ugh, what's the point? I've had many moments like that and I have completely shut down. And whether I like it or not, I'm sure I'll have those moments again. But then I'll look at these people who I've spoken with, the people in my life, in my inner circle, and I will see the goodness that they embody and project. And they help restore me. And by their example, I go, oh, shit, I'm really tired. I feel really shitty, but I'm going to dust myself off and do the best I can. Because you know what? I'm still doing. And look, I've said this in different interviews. One of the reasons I started this podcast was to take myself to task. I wanted to see what I could do. And yet, look, I get that I've had a lot of experiences, but it was under a huge umbrella of network and studios and with teams of people that were incredible to work with. With this podcast, this is me. And I have to tell you, there've been so many surprises with this podcast. Wonderful friendships have been born out of this series. And listening to other people's experiences have really helped me understand my own life and person better. And it's been really great to have practical examples of good people who help give me faith and strength to continue to fight and show up for the beliefs that I hold and to challenge myself to be better. I really want to stay in step with the company I keep. So I'm going to always do the best that I can. You know, I learned a long time ago, it's never about the material things or even the big holidays or occasions. Yeah, look, those are great. But it really is the everyday smaller moments that are overlooked, glazed over, moved past quickly, even taken for granted. Those are the most precious moments that make life wonderful. Recently, I took a huge leap of faith. So I'm working on a very special project, one I can't really talk about yet. But it is a project I'm financially backing and producing something that is completely mine. And it's freaking scary, man, because like I'm putting myself out there on all levels I'm not sure if I would have gone for it if one good friend didn't force me to jump and was willing to jump with me. I'm really grateful to her. I decided to move forward and I'm producing this project. And I had this moment where in the midst of like the activity and the flurry of what is production... (laughs) I saw this great collection of people who are so fucking talented and so kind from different aspects of my life kind of come together in one place. And honestly, it's, it's something that leaves me still in a bit of a wonder. And I'm so humbled by all of them who showed up to help me bring this project to fruition. And you know what's also really great about this? 
I found other people, especially women, who are so strong, so fiercely smart, and to be able to collaborate with them and to have that trust and support amongst one another, it was just fucking amazing and so beautiful. And I feel like as women, we need to know our worth. We need to bring who we are and what we can do to the table as individuals and then also collectively because we are so much more powerful together. And it is so important to unite and build one another up. And these women that were on my project and also women who are in my inner circle, they're so powerful and so positive and beautiful on every level. And they're so accomplished and they're hustling so hard, but yet they still struggle with imposter syndrome. It's amazing to me because they are so incredible and I am so grateful for those who are in my life who are building this community and showing me what incredible, collective, beautiful power we can all have when we come together. And you know what? After this production, which I'm just really grateful, like nothing blew up <laughs> and I didn't break anything and it just went smoothly. I just sort of celebrated with some quiet time with a friend, you know, sitting on a rock in Central Park talking about life. You know, we were surrounded by like super rich people who live in these like luxury buildings around Central Park. And I think you can be really rich and never have those moments, never have a genuine friend or have the safety and luxury of just having someone and a place to just be you. Money can't buy that. Good friends and a place where you can just be you and accepted, that's gold. So I'm really astounded, like literally hardcore astounded by the people who showed up for me in my life and certainly on this project and were insane enough to take on this project. I'm just so encouraged by them. So you guys know who you are. Thank you for being there. And for all my friends who are, have been my ride or die, they have continued to remind me what friendship is. They continue to teach me what it means to show up for one another. And they continue to ground me. And I think that's what I want to be for everybody else. So I've learned a lot this year and I still have a long way to go. A lot of blind spots to work out and improve. And no matter what happens, I think I'm always going to try and look inwards first. See what mistakes I've made. Take accountability. Figure out how I could do better. And really challenge myself to be better. I've learned that it's up to me to safeguard the ideas that I hold and show up for them. You got to take a hard look on whether you walk the walk. I don't condone bullshit, but you can bullshit other people. But at the very least, have the courage to be honest with yourself. 
there's so many outlets, so much social media. What are we doing with it? We're manipulating images, projecting false messages. And for those out there who are trolling and intentionally putting out misinformation and negative energy and attacking others, why? Time is so precious. And this is how you're choosing to spend your life, your energy, your time. I have to tell you, you'd feel much better and much more fulfilled if you chose to do something positive. It's kind of like either you can eat heavily processed foods and it may feel good going down, but it's not going to feel good sitting in your stomach. You can have a nourishing meal and not only can you enjoy that meal, but that will actually sustain you and make you better in the long run. That's kind of what consumption is, right? You consume food, but you're also consuming information. You're consuming the energy from the people who are in your life, in your circle. It's everything around you. So take stock of who you have in your life and what you're consuming in all aspects. So for 2024, I want to stay in good company and I promise you I'll do my best for you here and in real life. I'm definitely going to make mistakes, probably in spectacular ways, but I'll choose to learn from them and try and do better. And for this country, I keep going back to the Pledge of Allegiance. You see, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth and I was in elementary school, they used to make us stand, put our hand over heart and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. And I thought that was really dorky and cheesy. But now I think there's a real importance to remembering what the pledge was. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And I want that for you, this country, and the world. I want that for everyone. I'll leave you with this. No matter what you do, choose love. Always choose love. Guys, I'm coming up to my 100 episodes next year or somewhere in the 90s right now. Stay tuned to my Instagram for some snack-sized announcements of what's to come. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube page, Instagram page, and to download Share, guys, and do me a favor, leave a review. I hope it's a good one. You can also support the series with my Buy Me a Coffee page that I have set up. And you don't need to buy me a New York City priced coffee. Any old coffee will do. Thank you always to the listeners for coming back, downloading, and sharing. Honestly, it is so humbling to me that you guys come here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope the show, my guests... And the conversations are connecting with you and you find things that can help you in your own lives and that you walk away with new perspectives to consider and you feel inspired and empowered to also go out and create positive contributions. And seriously, to all of my guests and their teams, thank you for your time and participation and support. Without your trust and embracing my efforts and intent, Reppin would not exist. And of course, thank you to my crew, Nelson Panera and Gracie Kong. You guys have been with me since day one. 
thank you for all you do and all of your love. On behalf of my team here, I wish you and yours only good health, peace of mind, safety, laughter, and light always. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. We're back January 15th, 2024. Reppin is a Suburban Outlaw Productions. Until next year, you guys, stand up and represent. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.